What's going on, brother? Peace to the God. Uh, we are back. Two black men having a conversation about black men we know. Uh, hopefully, we will get some audience participation. Well, well, bro, let, 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 let me say this in terms of audience participation. Now that I am licensed, right, um, and have a ton of credibility, um, because not only did I pass my exam, but I passed a national exam. So that means that it's not just here in D.C. I'm nationally um, certified to speak um, in terms of mental health, in terms of psychology, counseling and therapy all over the world so i'm nationally you know syndicated to do that so um so going forward um with whatever we, we record um i can now feel comfortable putting that on like my instagram account right and so uh, you just send it to me first let me listen to it and then we'll we'll i'll post it on, on my instagram and um, so we'll we'll have it out there for everybody that's a follower of me, and that's a follower of you, um, and that may want to listen, you know, or may just want to um, click on your page or my page um, in the future, you know, for what we talk about. Excellent. That that is great news. I was telling Sister Ebony uh, that you have your license. He was. So proud of you as well, and she doesn't even know you that much. <laughs> she, she knows a great achievement, uh, not only for an individual, but for anyone coming out of hood like we come out of. Yeah, yeah, hood. Yeah, and 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 it's the difference maker in my field because it's like 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 uh, it's like going to law school, right? And you can go to law school and complete all the classes, but until you pass the bar, you are just a JD, right? right? And and so some people never get past the bar because they, you know, they can't pass the bar, so they're just a JD forever. Same way with um, going to medical school, you know, uh, you could do all the classes in in the world, but until you pass that medical licensure, there's nothing you can do. That's right. Right. And in the same way in my field, um, you could be a doctor, but until you become licensed, you know, in in you know, counseling and therapy, you you can't legally, you know, do like you know, counseling and therapy because you aren't licensed. So now that I'm licensed, but I can, you know, you know, I'm I'm I, I am a certified expert in in that field. So yes, there is a, a a joke in this movie. Um, oh, brother, where art thou? He said he's bona fide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I I, I am officially um, what you call that 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 um, undercover nerd gangster. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I, I'm I am I am he. Indeed. Uh, one day we'll get into the discussion in terms of black mental health and thug life. Uh, tonight, I'd like to tell you a story of, um, and you may not be able to relate to the people, but um, 
and that goes to the listening audience as well. You may not be able to relate to the people, but you will relate to how relationships can escalate out of control. Uh, we started the first segment talking about the psychosexual relationship of human beings to each other and how, if nothing else developed, that one primary goal as a human being is to have sex. It ain't necessarily to have sex and uh, procreate because not everybody is, is into sex or procreation, but that natural instinct, that primal first instinct that you have other than um, sucking or suckling, your adult life is going to be about sex some type of way, even if you're just having it with yourself and just thinking about it. It is a primary uh, activity in your adult life. Uh, now, based on that, there's the story of... Uh, these people that um, they were YouTubers, which was which is so interesting to me because uh, I'm a YouTuber as well. And I want to put my life out there in the public so that people can see it and somehow be inspired by it or at least know who I am. Um, so this is girl Gabby Petito, and uh, she like a lot of YouTubers, it's a niche in the YouTube community where they take a, a van or a, a car and they transform these uh, vehicles into a place to live. And instead of doing the traditional life, they go all over the country in their van. They live literally in their van. Does that sound strange to you, brother? Um, I don't know if I'm going to use the word strange because I think in a, in a, I think America in, a, in and of itself is strange. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't seem abnormal for someone in America. Um, Americans are strange people. Indeed. And there's a um, exhibitionist and voyeuristic uh, type of uh, aspect to life in America. We either want to watch other people, which is why Hollywood is so big here, or we want to show other people. And some people have both qualities where they, they want to watch and show. And some people are just solely exhibitionists. They want to put their in the open. And then some just want to watch other people. Uh, that's why we watch, or we don't watch the news. <laughs> Some people, are, I, I don't like to watch the news. But ironically, I'm putting my whole life out there for the world to see. Well, so so uh, if you hold that point for a second. Sure. So psych from, from a psychological perspective, then um, a lot of times when I, when I listen to things or when I listen to people, um, I start to determining um, what theoretical perspective I want to probably approach something from, right? And so as I'm listening to you, uh, 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 Adler comes to my mind. And the reason why Adler comes to my mind because Adler had um, individual psychology, but in his individual psychology, 
He had um let me just make sure that was Alva. Mm-hmm. Or was it young? Um No, it was Atla. Mm-hmm. He had the um uh inferior superior superiority complex and he also had the um extroversion introversion complex mm-hmm. right and so what he said was um we we have both of them we have we have extroversion and we have introversion right we we have we have both of them in a in, in us but one of them dominates the other wow that's interesting. So that that's but that's according to Adler. Mm-hmm. Right? So um so hearing what you're saying, that's a thing that popped in my head mm-hmm. in, in in that um you um you know if if you want to show people your life, um that's almost kind of extroverted mm-hmm. as opposed to introverted where you you know uh, and 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 is 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 crazy or weird in that, you know, everybody has an introversion and extroversion personality, but one of one of those personalities dominates in every individual, mm-hmm. right? So you might have a friend that is really extroverted, you know, he's loud, he talks, you know, blah 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 blah, blah and everybody sees him, knows him, but then you have another friend, he has an extroverted side of him. But you probably never see it except for in certain settings. Mm-hmm. Right? So what I'm hearing you say, like like right now, what you and I having this conversation, it's kind of extroverted, right? Right. But you, but I know you to be an introverted person. Right. Right? Meaning that, you know, you really don't like to be seen. You really kind of, you know, right. private, you know, but you do these things that are really extroverted. <laughs> Which is which is weird to me because I'm like, you know, and 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 I I think am the opposite where where, you know, I don't like to be extroverted. I'm really an introvert. But if you see me and know me, you might be like, oh, that nigga's really extroverted. But I'm really, but 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 I'm extroverted because I'm hiding my introvert. Right. Right, because I really don't want you to know who I am. Right, you know, so 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 I'm I'm, I'm painting a picture for you because I really don't want you to see me on the inside. Hmm. And that is the phenomenon of those that vlog their life on YouTube. What we see as viewers of these uh, YouTubers' life is not what is actually going on. And this uh, lady, Gabby Petito, is showing this beautiful van life. She's going from New York to Florida to Arizona to Utah, Wyoming, all of these places out in the, in the, um, the, the Southwest, all of these beautiful landscapes. And she met this guy through high school, uh, Brian Laundry, and they shared this journey together. It was a perfect picture romance. Um, what we find out behind the scenes was uh, they got pulled over 
because they had almost a physical altercation in the van. And um, they were speeding, and that was the only reason that we found out publicly that they were not getting along after about a year and a half. You know, it all starts out good, brother, and then something goes wrong. And if you're not careful and able to de-escalate situations like that, um, something bad can happen. What added to their uh, stress in the relationship was they were both suffering um, according to their own um, testimony to the police officer in the police report um, that they one was OCD, so they had some type of mental um, health issues that they were struggling with. And one had um, anxiety. They both had anxiety, terrible anxiety. So uh, they get anxious when things are not going right. And so what we see on the outside is this beautiful life, two loving um, young adults in their 20s, early 20s, going riding all over the country and were about to get married. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, it came to light that uh, they were fighting to the point where the police had to uh, intervene. And so, eventually what happened, I'm going to get right to the end of the story at the 14-minute mark in Black Mental Health. Um, the lady, Gabby Petito, winds up missing, and the van that she converted to take her life on the road and show us, she is now missing, and the boyfriend ends up in Florida where they originated the trip from and where they both have family, uh, or at least he has family in Florida. He comes back with a van and gets a lawyer. So, no, he's not uh, the he's not um, participating or cooperating with police as to where where she is, and now. We haven't heard from her posting on Instagram, YouTube, or anything since the date that was after maybe like a, a week or a month later after that fight. Do you find that strange? No. <laughs> that he would come back home in her van without her? And he's not saying anything about it. Uh, well, the reason why <laughs> I, I say find that strange. Okay, and so the reason why I say no is that it it, it sounds like a crime to me. Hmm. So, if I'm listening to the details of what you're telling me, do I find that strange that he would do that? I don't find it strange because I think it's a crime. <laughs> right. So uh, it's being discussed on YouTube in the comments on a lot of people's, um, a lot of reaction videos, and people talk about it. So that's where my main focus is. 
commentary on what's happening, whether it be in the world, whether it be in the YouTube world, whether it be uh, certain situations. That's why I asked you about Nicki Minaj in the last segment and bring back the question that we asked in the first segment. But um, you, we both can agree that something seems very criminal about that. Now, my background and yours is in uh, psychology. Mine is in legal, and I'm not a lawyer, nor do I have uh, a, li- a license or, or anything in terms of paralegal or any legal. I just worked in law firms all my life. So I have this analytical mind that, that most people are not going to look at things with this. It's just like you were able to mention Adler based on what I said about um, exhibiting my life compared and contrasted to me being an introvert in, in some respect. But you, you, was, you were able to see a pattern based on your study. Uh, based on my studies in uh, police investigation and the legal field, uh, because we have to prepare uh, defenses for criminals or p- defendants that get arrested, you, you begin to see a profile. Mm-hmm. And you see patterns that, that uh, emerge, and you're like, hey, something ain't right about that. And uh, so eventually, and this is the end of the story, and I'll let you comment from here um now after the news gets involved and people start showing up at this guy's door like what happened to Gabby um but he's lawyered up for 3 days the police have been collecting evidence from his house in the van that showed up at his house and mysteriously he has disappeared for three days. And the police just got in a press conference yesterday saying that they know where Brian Laundrie is. But today we find out he's been missing for three days. Even though he was a person of interest, they couldn't arrest him, nor could they question him without um, being able to arrest him. You, you have to have probable cause. And have his attorney uh, present. Right, right. There you go. So I thought that that was strange. And um, even if you don't know the details of the story to the audience, what is our, um, and to you, Dr. Moore, um, what is this, um, the, the mental health aspect of it is, how do we let situations escalate? And it can happen to anybody. You for 50 years, and all of a sudden, there's a snap. Remember that, that show? I don't know if you watch this type of show. I tell you, I'm a reality person. I like reality over movies. There's a show on, I think it's Bravo, or, or the Learning Channel, and it's about, uh, it's called Snap, where people, Ordinary, nice people 
snap. And then somebody either ends up missing or ends up dead. Your thoughts? Uh, if any, <laughs> we're at the 20 minute mark. Okay, so let me be sure I understand your question. Mm-hmm. So, um, even though you, so you watch that show called Snap. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, help me connect the dot between what's the mental health issue for Snap? Oh, bro, I think I, I think just to relate it to everybody, yeah. general audience. Well, I, 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 I think it's self-explanatory. I think it's <laughs> the word Snap is Snap. But what right. happens mentally? What it, What is that? <laughs> that is we that... can't deist. De-escalate some it, that it can just happen to loving people, people that are genuine. What happens? Yeah, but you could be genuinely in love, but you you don't doesn't mean you're mature enough to handle that type of love. Hmm. Right. Even so, after fifty years. Even after what? Fifty years being together. 50, even after fifty years. <laughs> well, m- maybe you know, fifty years. You 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 probably should be in a better state. But the people that you're talking about is like in their twenties, right? Right. So, so they they haven't lived enough and experienced enough to know how to handle um, those emotional feelings, mm. right? This is probably their first time experiencing those those feelings. And I can tell you, as a twenty year old, um, <laughs> the first time I I uh, fell in love was in my twenties, and I can tell you that I was. Um, I, I don't know that I, I was suicidal, but I was surely homicidal. Mm, indeed. Um, you know, and, and so... Um, a lot of people can identify with that. Yeah, so so I can understand this guy. Uh, well, I'm not going to say I can understand. Um, but um, what, what, what my mind state goes to is both of these people are very immature, very young, Mm-hmm. Um, trying to make um, a relationship happen and having mental health issues um, escalating, you know, or adding to what they were going to and going into with their emotional feelings. I can understand that, you know, how that could be disastrous for them. Now, I, you know, I, I don't know any details um, outside of the video that I saw. So, you know, I I can't say pro or con whether he's innocent or guilty or or whether the sister's alive or dead. I I don't know that. But I I can the the red flags that I see is, you know, a lot of um red flags as as relates to psychological um you know maturity mm-hmm. and, and development and how they probably handle situations. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I don't know if either of them used drugs or were using drugs or alcohol during that time, none of that was mentioned, but I don't know if that was the case. Um, they said that they were both um, not drinkers and they don't, they're not on any type of psych uh, medication as well. Okay. But definitely okay. suffering from some type of uh, mental, mental set. Yeah. Makes sense, man. Um, you know, at, at that age, um, trying to uh, maneuver 
a healthy um, romantic relationship um, psychologically is very challenging because you just don't have the maturity to do it at, at that age. Right. It, it's like being in a um, you can have knowledge how to drive a car but if you were able to get into a tractor trailer that's a whole different driving and so what happens is your experience as a driver is now being put to the test as the relationship builds. It's not only getting beautiful, but it's getting more challenging as well. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, same, the, the same with, you know, just maturing as a, as a person, right? So a female at the age of 13 or 14 could have a child. But it doesn't mean that she's mature enough to raise a child, mm. right? And the same way with, with 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 the male child, you know, he could be thirteen or fourteen, old enough to produce a child, but not be mature enough to be a father of a child. Mm. Indeed. And so, um, let me just give this final thought, and I'll let you have the last word. Uh, people out there, listen. You have to know when you're triggering another person and you have to also know which situation is escalating to the point where someone needs to step. Ironically, when they got stopped by the police, it was Gabby Petito that um, didn't have any bruises. It was... um, Brian Laundry that had scratches on his face and uh, bruises on, on his arm where she grabbed the wheel, according to his uh, story, during that police stop. And he, he uh, knocked down one of the dividers uh, because she had grabbed the wheel. Uh, so she looks like the one that... that trying to escalate a situation that needs to stop and wouldn't let him walk away. So his report to the police that day was that this is not the first time she's done it. Well she probably well she she probably doesn't know how to. Right. I mean you're talking about you talking about people in their twenties dealing with de- dealing with a relationship. And emotion. Right. And and so I don't want to be too psychological, right? But right. so I'll I'll try to um condense this real quick, right? So uh, Freud had, we're talking about psychosexual, Freud had the the id, the ego, and the superego, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the, the id was the pleasure principle, and then you had um, the ego that was in the middle, and then you had the superego that was like the no-no-no person, right? Um, the moral person. But in the in the in the middle, you had like the reality principle, and he was always trying to balance, you know, the the two, the id between the super ego because the the id just wanted to have fun, 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 pleasure, 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 sex, 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 hmm. and the super ego was like, no, you know, you need to have some morals about yourself. <laughs> we, we're not going to do that. But you have goals, <laughs> right, right. But the ego was in the middle, and the ego was trying to balance them by saying, okay, you could you could have a little bit of this and a little bit of that, right. Wow. So what happened was there was a person that came along after Freud called Eric Byrne, right? Mm-hmm. Eric, Eric Byrne had this um, theory called transactional analysis. 
And what Eric Byrne wanted to do was he wanted to simplify the understanding of the id, the ego, and the superego, right? Mm-hmm. So what he created was something called um, in trans- transactional analysis. Um, he had the uh, the child, the adult, and the parent, right? Mm-hmm. And the child, the adult, and the parent was equivalent to the id, the ego, and the superego, right? So the adult was in the middle. You had the child, you had the adult, and then you had the parent. And what he was saying was, what, what, and, and again, the the id, the ego, and the superego, all these things happens in the unconscious, right? Mm-hmm. And so what, what Eric Byrne was saying was, what's happening is, so you, let's say you and I are having a, no, let me not use you and I. Let me use um, a person. Let's, let me use or utilize a relationship. Right. So there's a husband and there's a wife, right? Right. And the husband wants to have a conversation about finances, but the wife doesn't really want to have the conversation because she likes buying shoes and things mm-hmm. and purses and things like that, right? So the husband comes, the husband comes to uh, the conversation and he's saying, "Hey, look, these are our bills, blah 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 blah, right?" But the wife moves into her child. Mm-hmm. You know, ego e- ego persona, right? And so there's a cross transaction in terms of communication because while there's two adults, this one adult moves into the child um, ego persona, right? And mm. starts to act as a child or act as a child and, and diverts the conversation, right? Because she really doesn't want to have it. So here's, here's the adult, you know, or the parent, <laughs> that's trying to have a conversation with another adult. Mm. But the adult is moving into a that childhood persona, which is what we all have. We we all we all have in us, like what Freud said, the ego, the id, the e and the superego. Well, Eric Byrne was saying the same thing. We all have the adult, we all have the child, the adult, and the parent, mm. right? Dynamic in us. But what happens a lot of times is when we're having conversations, sometimes we find ourselves in conversations with adults that are not having adult conversations. Wow. Right? And so what's happening sometimes is in your relationship with someone, you're, you find yourself trying having an adult conversation and the adult not wanting to have the adult conversation moving into the child persona, right? Mm-hmm. And not dealing, not wanting to deal with that conversation. You know, and 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 so they call that a uh, um, a, a cross transactional um, conversation, mm-hmm. right? And 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 the same way with the child trying to have an uh, adult conversation with the parent, and the parent not wanting to be a parent, you know, or the parent not wanting to be adult. So I'm I'm saying all that to say that this is this is what is happening, but it's happening subconsciously. Wow, you you're not aware that it's happening. And that leads to an ex- escalation of right. activation and emotional stress. Well, it, it, it leads further to what Eric Byrne calls, furthermore, in, in, in his analysis, analysis and his theory, called games. And he said he calls it the games that people play, mm. right? And it's the games that we play because we as adults are playing games with one another, consciously or unconsciously, that's what we start to do. Mm. Lethal games in relationships. Yeah. Wow. 
and we are at the 32 minute mark and we will be right back with our last segment after these messages peace to the universe peace to the gods 